Welcome to the Jinx Dance Media Podcast. This is your host, Jude, and this is where I'll be chatting to you about how to design and create high-quality dance events and creative dance content. I'll be covering topics ranging from fundraising, marketing, production, content creation, design, and so much more so that you can have all the tools and resources you need to stand out and build genuine connections with your audience. Hi everyone! For today's podcast, I am here with Alex, aka Prototype, toy inventor slash designer by day and animation slash popper by night. He's been in the dance scene for about 11 years now, and he's also a co-founder of Shadow Puppets, which you may have heard me mention on previous podcast episodes. If you haven't though, do not worry, we'll be diving more into that momentarily. But first, welcome Alex, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you. So before we jump into the questions, the reason I wanted to bring you on the podcast today was really just to dive into how Shadow Puppet started and how it's grown into what it's become today. So we're going to be talking about how to build something that is meant to last and how to have longevity. Um, specifically, Shadow Puppets is a dance crew, but quite frankly, I think a lot of what we'll be talking about can apply quite broadly to anyone looking to start something grassroots or just to organize their community in the dance scene in general. Um, so is there anything you wanted to add before we get started? Not really. Yeah, let's get into it. Okay. I'm excited. Okay, great. Okay. So the first question I had for you, um, for people who are tuning into this podcast for the first time and may not have heard me mention it before, do you just want to give a bit of background on what Shadow Puppets is? Yeah. So uh, Shadow Puppets is a Chicago-based popping and animation crew. We are dedicated to spreading popping and animation culture through the Midwest um, by hosting and supporting practices, workshops, performances, and battles. We've been around for like three years now and we've hosted two large battles, Nightmare on Rockwell Street and Out of the Shadows. We have Out of the Shadows Volume 2 happening this May. Um, we have a weekly uh, dance practice every Sunday that's open to uh, anyone who wants to drop in. And um, then other niche practices, uh, waving practices, animation practices. Um, and then we also, as a crew, are seven people who compete and dance in the popping uh, you know, competitive circuit. So yeah, that's us. Awesome. So my second question then is how and when did Shadow Puppets start? Can you just give us a bit more background as to how you've gotten here today? <laughs> yeah. So... Shadow Puppets started as basically just a practice session originally. Um, what happened is I moved to Chicago in late 2017 and um, started, you know, going to... I Initially, I was going to So Swift's house practices because they were the only practice oh, okay. I could find. Um, and obviously, I was like popping and everyone else was doing house, so it wasn't a great fit. <laughs> and I was kind of like, where are all the poppers? And they kind of shrugged. They're like, yeah, you know, like uh, there isn't really a popping practice. And uh, so through, through the All Styles battle scene, I met Tanya. And Tanya was just getting back into dancing uh, at the same time that I was settling down in Chicago. So we're like, oh, cool, let's train together. And we started practicing together. And it was cool. It was like, nice having like a support structure for like learning how to dance. And we were like, man, we should really get like studio space and start inviting more people to be part of this. So at that same time, my friend Tim, who uh, was living in... Pittsburgh at the time? Philadelphia. He was living in Philadelphia, uh, working for a design company. We, we uh, were staying in touch post-college, and we like we thought it would be cool to do a design project together. And I had an idea for a brand for a dance crew. 
And I was like, it's one thing to put a flyer up and say, like, there's a practice that happens. But it's another thing to be like, shadow puppet session. You know, like, mm-hmm. this this crew is having a session here. Mm-hmm. So the idea was initially just to be like, Tanya and I are shadow puppets. And that's our kind of thing. And, and this session is going to be the shadow puppet session. And it's just a way to apply, like, branding and an identity to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then that kind of informally made us a crew. And then as more people showed up to our practices, they just, like, if they stuck around long enough, they just became members. And now we're, you know, seven man strong. It was a good time. But that, yeah, just all started as just, like, a session to get people, you know, organized and, and trying to get people dancing together. Because we just didn't, didn't see it anywhere else. So Yeah, no, that's really cool. And um, I think it's really, like, organic the way that it happened. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Um. And we'll get a little bit more into that in my next question. So <laughs> Shadow Puppets has actually grown pretty rapidly um, in the last year, gaining 8,000 new followers on Instagram and a national reputation from your last event, Out of the Shadows, which I was lucky enough to have been a part of. Um, so given how it started, did you ever envision that it would grow to kind of be what it is now? And how has your vision changed, I guess, from that initial just being in that practice to what it is so yeah i think it's interesting we started as a practice you know and the goal is just always just to support popping and have fun as a group and i think also specifically to battle i think like tanya and i had like back then like real chips on our shoulder in terms of like competing Mm -hmm. and so it was like we're gonna train and we're gonna you know get freaking crazy and then you know go and represent you know nationally and stuff and that's still on the docket for sure but (laughs) But then it's like when you start seeing this community build underneath you, right? It's like you kind of start catering to them and thinking like, what what do you need to ser- to sort of preserve an ecosystem where you are, mm-hmm. right? So for example, we have all these people coming to a popping session like once a week and that's cool. But we started to notice people started like petering out and we're like, mm-hmm. oh, where are you going? And it's like, they're, they, they're, what do you do with it once you've learned it, right? Mm-hmm. So then we're like, oh, we should throw a battle. That way people have something to work towards, you know? Like people who don't want to travel uh, to other states for battles because it's expensive and time-consuming. And uh, we'll throw something for them here. And so then we start throwing battles. Yeah. And then they see these incredible dancers from other states come to this battle. And they're like, wow, what's that called? It's like, that's uh, animation. It's like, I want to learn that. It's like, well, time to get in contact with some <laughs> animators we know and bring them here. And yeah. so the scope of our vision has expanded, but it all supports that same goal of just getting people popping, getting people to understand it and have mm-hmm. fun with it and play with it. Um, and that's, it's cool. Like, I think part of that growth being so rapid is great because we are so close to our original mission statement, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's been like three years, you know, we still like remember that feeling of like starting and get, being so excited. Yeah. Um, and we just, just, I don't think the rapid growth in terms of like our reputation changes much in the way we're approaching, you know, uh, interfacing with our community and always just thinking about how we can we can support the scene and not how the scene can support us if that yeah, makes sense you for know sure I mean? yeah no yeah. I, I think that's really great yeah. did you imagine that you would be at this point with shadow puppets like was it something that you guys because i know when i personally first joined you guys were talking about throwing a battle but um because of covid <laughs> and stuff that got put off right. for a while when you guys were first talking about that was that like did you really envision that it would get to kind of where it's at currently or was it just something you were, cause I know you guys talk about, it, it was just something you were doing for fun at first. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess like in the dance scene, you kind of think that your reputation is tied to how you dance, mm-hmm. you know, 
Like, there's so much reputation tied up in, like, winning battles, competing and stuff. And when you see the scene at face value, you're like, oh, that's, so I got to battle. I got to be a really great battler, right? But really, like, I guess I always thought we would get big, but I kind of thought how we were going to get big by being, like, those battle cats. You know what I mean? Like, those <laughs> yeah. people that, like, you know, just, just showed up and, and were smoking people. Like, who, whoa, whoa, like, who, they're from Chicago? I haven't mm-hmm. seen dancers from Chicago for, like, years, you know? And, uh... Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like the getting big can mean a lot of things. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's cool that we have become like big community organizers, big, like mm-hmm. advocates for street dance in Chicago is the U S third biggest city. And mm-hmm. our scene should reflect that. And for a long time it didn't because not because the dancers weren't there but because they weren't organized. Mm-hmm. So it's cool organizing this stuff. I think that the notoriety we've gotten is a byproduct of our passion for just yeah. the dance and our local community Absolutely. and wanting to bring the best stuff here. Yeah. And I think, I think that's true that a lot of people can kind of sense your intentions, I guess, like yeah. when people are doing stuff. And I think people are just drawn to, like you said, the passion that you guys have. Like, I know that's what kind of drew me in initially as yeah. well was just like having a sense of community that everyone has like that shared passion and shared love for something. I think it just is magnetic for people. So yeah. I think like, yeah, it's really cool how that's happened. So I just yeah. wanted to get your perspective on it. Um, As a side note, real quick, I also just, I do think that, and this is one of my favorite things about the dance scene, is that they have the best nose for bullshit. They will just like, <laughs> they will sniff out people with ill intentions from a mile away. And yeah. I think that's so good. And I think that like, that's, you know, like, it's always just great. Like when we were about, we were throwing these events, it's like, oh, we could do this. And then someone's like, that's a little corporate. And we're like, ah, yeah. oh, that is a little corporate, isn't it? Okay, no, no, no. Yeah. You know? And like policing ourselves like that is is part yeah. of it. It's like, again, always going back to that like that starting point of like that session where it's just fun to just like push each other. Yeah, you know? and I think that's really touching on like going back to your mission, right? Like your why mm-hmm. and wanting to elevate, you know, the Midwest popping scene is very specific. And you guys do that in a lot of different ways, but always going back to like what we're doing now is it actually tying back to our mission is it actually helping yeah. elevate the midwest popping scene and i think that's really cool is that you continue to ask yourselves that and continue to check yourselves and myself i say you right. guys but obviously right. i'm a part of shadow puppets as well Dude, yeah disclosure jude is part of shadow <laughs> jinx is part of shadow yeah puppets. i mentioned i mentioned that on previous yeah. podcast episodes yeah. but for context for those <laughs> who are tuning in for the first time yeah um but i think too like even myself when i first joined like i saw so much potential in what you guys were doing and like I'm very like driven and like I'm like I want this to grow like I want this to be this big thing and like even now like you guys are constantly the ones that are being like okay maybe like we need to slow down and like evaluate this and like make sure that like this is in alignment with what we're doing and I think like that's really great that um you guys like continue to balance that drive to grow with also making sure that it's like for the right reasons and that it's um actually something that's of value for other people right. and not just something that like we want to do or we think is going to benefit us but it's also beneficial for the community as well exactly so i think that's really great yeah um cool so yeah. i guess my next question is um and you've kind of touched on this a little bit already but what were some obstacles that you faced when you started and or just as you continue to grow and how have you overcome those obstacles right so, yeah, there have been a lot of obstacles along the way. I think we'll... Okay, so we can break it down into three parts. We'll break it down into three parts. We'll do community, like, uh, barriers, and then crew barriers, and then my personal barriers, right? Okay, yeah. I think that's a good way to to explain it. So, on the community side of things, initially, we just... We had this open session, and 
a bunch of people came through. They did all kinds of different styles. There were people doing hip hop and flexing. This is, it was really cool seeing that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we love dance in all its forms, you know? And it's exciting to see that community come out. But also, it was one of those things where Tanya and I are poppers, right? That's our common ground. That's what we wanted to train. And we found that while it was a fun session, it was losing focus. Mm. And I think we really wanted to just focus on popping and animation and kind of bring that to the scene. Because that specifically, we saw that's what was missing, you know? Mm-hmm. There's an all-styles battle every month in Chicago. Yeah. And just popping is just dead, you know? Mm-hmm. It, w- it was, you know? It was it was so hard to find things for mm-hmm. it. So we kind of had to draw a line and be like, hey, it's a, it's a popping session. And that's not to say we don't, you know, respect and like other forms of dance. It's just we wanted to be focused and have a clear goal. Yeah, right? absolutely. So and enforcing that goal without being elitist or like exclusionary mm-hmm. is, is it's anyone hard. can come to our session and learn some popping and then when they leave, do whatever they want with it. You know, like yeah. if you want to, like I want to learn some popping to incorporate into my personal style and change and flip. Cool. Like. That's that's your prerogative. But when you're in the Shadow Puppet space, we want it to be a space devoted to the culture that we, we find common ground in. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So that was one thing. Then also like drawing hard lines in terms of some like... When, when you start a dance crew, you kind of think it's going to be like fun and, you know, like energetic and stuff. Yeah. And then <laughs> you have to broach some pretty serious stuff in terms of like predacious behavior in the scene and, you know, like um, drawing lines in terms of people with like regressive opinions and making sure that it's a safe, inclusive space for mm-hmm. women, minorities. It's like a minority art, you know, like right? yeah. it, it literally is. It's it's black art and making sure, you know, you don't have people in the scene who are like racists. Is it? You know, it's like yeah. it's important, right? It's mm-hmm. just important. And, and defining that and holding people to standards when they're yeah. in their space. Right. Um, this this is something we never really thought we'd have to deal with going into it mm-hmm. um and it's just stuff that's come up over time so yeah so that's th- that on the community side has been really important is, is recognizing it's just dance right there's mm-hmm. like like there's dance and there's dance clout and then there's like morals <laughs> yeah. and your morals are up here and dance is like we love dance we all love it but it's not more important than the humanity of the people in the room yeah absolutely you know? and i think what you're touching on too is we, we throw the word community around a lot, and, like, yeah. I think we need to define that better because sure. yeah. community could be as broad as everyone who does street dance, or it could be, you know, the popping community, or it could be, um, you know, any specific style, really, or even just by demographic. It could be the Chicago popping community. Like, you can get really specific with right. what community you're talking about. But beyond just dance as well, like, community is about people, mm-hmm. and it's about, like, Obviously, dance is what ties us together in a lot of ways, but there are more things that are affecting those people in that community, you know, whether it be stuff that's happening at home, you know, socioeconomic stuff, whether it be, you know, like you mentioned, like issues that affect women or minorities. Those things are also, when when you're talking about organizing a community, important to think about and important to address. They're they're inseparable from a community. Yeah, absolutely. You you have to address those those needs as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think when you're talking about doing stuff for a community, it's not just doing stuff in terms of dance, but it's also like doing it for the people as well. Um, So I think that's really important too. And I like that you mentioned that. Yeah, you can't separate the dance from the people that do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's like stuff that's like been surprising that's come up that we're like, oh, I guess that's a thing we'll have to manage. Mm -hmm. And and it it is. Um, Another thing, another uh, obstacle we've run into, some challenges, some growing pains is like initially the crew was me and Tanya. 
mm-hmm. and then we eventually uh, added, had Kevin mm-hmm. and uh, you join, mm-hmm. and then after about a year after that, maybe like eight months after that, Sid and Rio and Nancy all joined after coming to all of our outdoor sessions over COVID. Yeah. Uh, shout out to COVID. Shout out I to guess, COVID for for kind of bringing us all together. It we, did in a weird yeah, way. We, we yeah, we were going we were going to the park and having an outdoor practice. You know like two, three times a week because what else was there to do? So yeah. in a lot of ways that brought us to get together. But mm-hmm. uh, I think we all became da- really good dance friends and practiced together. But there is a difference between dance friends that you dance with like three, four hours a week and like friends that you spend like your personal time with and your personal energy on, on you know, their well-being. And then uh, there's another type of friend where it's like, hey, we're going to organize an event together. And put each other under incredible amounts of stress and <laughs> high expectations and pressure. And you just all have to hold it together. Yeah. And um, we've become those type of friends. And yeah. it was really interesting. Like it like cracks did form along the way. There were there was conflict, Absolutely. there was there was stress, there was frustrations. And we like I think it was cool the way that those battles, like throwing those events could have, you know, like made people resent each other but we worked through it together and mm-hmm. and I think we've come out like really solid with really good and clear channels for communication in terms of you know uh addressing conflict yeah. you know and and overcoming conflict yeah absolutely um, that's that's super neat one of the happiest byproducts of shadow puppets that I didn't really expect was like everyone in shadow puppets is you know like like family and it's cool mm-hmm. having people here in Chicago that I, I I'm so close to close enough to that we can have an argument and then the next day and talk it's, it's about fine, it. yeah. like like it never happened you know that's cool but yeah. but it, it was like a sticking point and it was yeah. yeah and i know i was in the center of it a lot of times well yeah it's just you know just like, because yeah i i definitely had to work on my communication yeah, a absolutely. lot um and i think that's something that like just to touch on like shadow puppets is a very diverse crew in terms yeah. of like where we come from like <laughs> like our personalities like just who we are and like how we communicate is so like vastly different and just learning how to like communicate in a way that's effective with each other and like also understand each other and find like middle ground and compromises was definitely something that was like really challenging for me personally. And I know for a lot of people. Um, And I think like, it's really cool that, like you said, like those events could have like broken us and like completely shattered shadow moments, but it actually brought us closer because we were able to overcome that and resolve a lot of those like kind of like headbutting issues. Um, I just think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and I think like it's it's cool too, just in terms of, I think a lot of people like throw diversity around as well, like as a word, yeah. but like, I think like Shadow Hobbits actually genuinely reflects like what diversity is in terms of literally everyone is so oh, yeah. vastly different in our yeah. crew. And we learn from each other because of that right. instead of driving like a wedge between us because of that. Yeah, so it's I think excellent. that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And and like, I remember like after Nightmare, Nightmare on Rockwell Street, like when we, in the month leading up to it, we were like, we are not doing this again. We're not throwing an event like this again. And then the weekend happened of Nightmare on Rockwell Street. And it was one of the most fun weekends I've ever had. Two weeks later, we're like, so like the next one? The next one? And yeah. we're like, yeah. And we, were, we started planning. Yeah. So, yeah. And then uh, the last one, my personal obstacles with, and this yeah. ties back to communication, mm-hmm. is as like the founders of Shadow Puppets, Tanya and I take on a lot of responsibility mm-hmm. and... Um, like Tanya has kind of is kind of the face like the outward face of shadow puppets to the scene Mm -hmm. she's good at interfacing with like you know the dance community that we know Mm -hmm. but then internally I kind of manage 
our, our, our direction and culture and stuff. And that's not to say other people's opinions don't matter because they do. Like, I think we're very, very democratic. Yeah. But it's more, a very like, flat yeah. team structure overall. I, I really, I really tried to make sure that it was democratic. And this is the obstacle and the learning that happened was like, <laughs> I wanted, I didn't want to be the bad guy when people were having a debate. I kind of didn't want to step in. I kind of thought they'll, they'll figure it out. And I've learned that I have to be in certain scenarios when there's two, you know, warring factions that <laughs> refuse to give ground. I have to step in and be the decision maker. You know, um, it's definitely made me a more decisive person mm-hmm. only when necessary. I think one thing that I, I've learned is that the only thing that qualifies me to lead shadow puppets is the fact that I don't want to be in charge and that I will enable people's. Uh, ideas and directions that they want to take things mm-hmm. up until the point where it starts to step we start to step on each other's toes mm-hmm. you know so i think that's um an important thing is like not to be afraid of that leadership position but to view that leadership position with a lot of responsibility with a lot of responsibility yeah. you know i mean shadow puppets has become a, a part-time job outside of work in, it, in its <laughs> yeah. own right so I, I love it but that's that's been a big learning curve for me is like taking on that responsibility mm-hmm. and not being afraid of, of like, you know, speaking my piece and, and making sure that like, we were all on the same page. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's, there's, there's a lot to it. There's a lot of moving parts. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think you've, you've grown like confidence wise stepping into that role. Oh, for sure. For sure. And yeah. I think like, we all have grown into our own role in our own way. And right. I think that's really cool as well. well. And this, this goes back to real quick that like, the idea of dance clout. Mm-hmm. And like, in my head, it's like, well... I'm not the best battler out of the crew. Why should I be in charge? But it turns out that running a dance crew is nothing like winning a dance battle. They're like, it's almost like they're two separate skills. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, don't be afraid to step into that leadership position. Just because you're a, uh, just because you're a great dance battler doesn't mean you're going to be a good crew leader and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're different skills. Yeah. They're different skills for sure. Yeah. So and I think we all have our strengths and our weaknesses and we balance each other out really well. Which yeah. Is nice. So yeah. Good. Um, like you've already touched on this a bit in the previous question, but do you want to expound a little bit more on since the crew first started, um, you've added a few new members. So how did you go about deciding who you were going to add? And, um, you kind of already mentioned like how you manage that growth and change in dynamic, but specifically like what were the qualities or specific things you were looking for when you were adding people on and how did you make those decisions? Yeah, like, it, it's funny because we've kind of... This is going to sound kind of ridiculous. The only quality we looked at, really, was do they share our passion for the dance, our perspective on the dance? Mm-hmm. I think, so, Shadow Puppets, like, the whole point is everyone else is, you know, like, vying for that spotlight. They want to be the center of attention, and we're the people dancing in the shadows. We are committed to the grind. We do it for the love and the craft and the the joy of it, mm-hmm. and not necessarily for recognition. And that's kind of what we looked for in members were people Mm -hmm. who put a lot of effort in put a lot of time in were really committed to the craft and weren't like looking for the spotlight in terms of like um just like battling yeah well well, it's not not just battling though it's kind of the way you present your dance for sure the way you go about it it's like it's craftsmanship right Mm -hmm. we look for people who like there's like authenticity to it yeah there's 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 uh, i guess there uh people whose style and movement reflects a deep exploration into popping Mm -hmm. and the multi facets of popping right yeah because there are a lot of people who are really good dancers who 
we see who do one thing very well, mm-hmm. but it shows that they they're they're they've kind of trained that one thing for the sake of competing in battles, mm-hmm. as opposed to exploring all the different subgenres and styles within popping yeah. <laughs> for the sake of like exploring it because they love it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're just dancers. We saw that. Like I think Sid has some of the greatest, like one of the biggest comfort zones I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I think Tanya Tanya's simultaneous high level in popping and waving and animation mm-hmm. is crazy. You know, I think Rio's uh, like continuous tutting concepts and then the way he combines that with grooves. Like everyone in Shadow Puppets, I think is very multifaceted. Yeah. And it, it just, it, it, it expresses itself like in their dance that th- the type of person that they are. I think, and also side note, I think just dancers from Chicago, that's a very Chicago mindset. Yeah. You know, like I don't need the attention. I'm going to put my head down and work. Yeah. That's the Chicago mindset. And you see that in everyone in our crew. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it worked out perfectly because that mindset then got applied to us organizing events, mm-hmm. you know, and our events like, you know, there are people who are, you know, working in the background and you never know it. Mm-hmm. And they're putting an unbelievable effort. And it's, uh, it's cool, you know, like yeah. that, that skill translates over, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that commitment translates over. That makes sense. And I think it's about like, you know, consistency yeah. and dedication and like that commitment yeah. to, to the dance, right? Yeah. Um, and just showing up. And then also, of course, just because you, you, you liked us, right? We well, yeah, friends. we're just, we're we're just friends. friends. <laughs> well, it's, and, and again, it's like, we were, we were dance friends, yeah. you know, you just got to see that spark and then there, mm-hmm. we we hit a point where we we don't we didn't feel like we could add more members because we were just yeah. we were we were just starting to absorb the whole chicago, chicago competitive yeah. popping scene <laughs> and it's like if, if we're all in the crew and we don't let crew members battle in our mm-hmm. events because that's you know inappropriate like who like who's left to compete who's left to represent our yeah. city at our events and also like we don't want to be <laughs> the only poppers yeah you know like we don't we don't want to be like this super crew we don't want to collect crew members like they're pokemon yeah right we we got a nice tight-knit group and we're kind of going to stick with that for you know a good long while because yeah. like all those growing pains you know like we just got through that and it's nice to have like just the solidity that, that we yeah. do the the really steadiness and the stableness yeah and that's going to let us do our work better mm-hmm. for longer mm-hmm. you know yeah if you did see yourself expanding the crew in the near or far future, what do you think would look that would look like? And what would kind of drive the decision to open that back up again to adding people in? And like, what kind of people would you be looking for? <laughs> so so we'd probably do like another generation, quote mm-hmm. unquote, of Shadow Puppets, you know? Mm-hmm. we And again, it's the same people we see come to our practices and put in that work constantly, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think it'd be different. Yeah. I think it'd be more of a, a title. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I guess, it would be like a separate group. We would, mm-hmm. It would be a crew with the same name, same, you know, brand equity, <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? But it would be a... a We're passing a our younger, clout on to you. Yeah. Just, no, just a younger generation. And specifically what I'd love to do is get them in on the conversations when yeah. we're planning events. Because... And, and just and, like and organizational like, stuff. Organizational stuff. Yeah. Managing the budget. I want to pass on all these tools that we are creating to throw events onto another generation so that if something were to happen where like a lot like life hits us someone has to move someone has to relocate that whole the culture of chicago popping can live on and have legs and have a future you know yeah so Um, it sounds like so it sounds like 
like it would be more so like community focused like next generation like yeah building those skills and resources not just for dance but also for organizing and like yeah for sure for stuff like that yeah too. And, and again we're, we'd just be we'd probably be looking for those same types of people yeah just people who just yeah you know like do it for the love yeah and do it like obsess over it mm-hmm. you know yeah, and obviously that's all theoretical, but <laughs> yeah, no, that, it, uh, pure theory. But that's that's like, regardless of whether or not we do like add more shadow puppets members or do another generation of shadow puppets, we do just want to pass those tools on. Yeah, right, like help educate. Mm-hmm. That's why we're here. Yeah, that's why we're talking on this podcast right now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I guess with that, this kind of leads into my next question: How do you see shadow puppets continuing to grow and evolve in the future? Um, <laughs> you're just like really, think. really heavy breath there. Like, <sighs> oh man. Like, I, I don't know if growing is the goal mm-hmm. in the sense of like adding new members, getting more people in the dance mm-hmm. scene. I'd love to see Shadow Puppets grow in terms of the people who are coming to our practices and sessions, mm-hmm. really training those people mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, creating like the next generation of of poppers here in Chicago. So a lot of focus um, on education. A huge focus on education, mm-hmm. both of the scene here. I'd love to figure out a way to do like a youth driven program mm-hmm. to teach like yeah. kids, you know, like younger, like, like how, you know, this, the dance in this, you know, mm-hmm. like culture that we're a part of. Cause I think it's, it's awesome. And then I'd love to do in terms of growth, uh, partnering with some like Chicago, like legacy, Communities, you know, like the mm-hmm. like you know, Chicago Symphony Orchestra mm-hmm. is has been around forever. You know, yeah. the Shed Aquarium, the Planetarium, you know, like yeah, the, like the museum campus and and uh, these like long established theater systems that have been mm-hmm. in the city, and just partnering with them to make these events the best possible things they could be. Yeah. And on the flip side, some maybe like some more like corporate sponsors in in a very like managed way <laughs> like you know like yeah. it'd be nice to get some like sponsorship involvement and uh, yeah or like some wealth you know like some patrons involved of mm-hmm. the patrons of the arts yeah. like chicago is a really great art city i don't think street art is recognized the way it should be yet absolutely yeah. you know like i think pound for pound dance battles are some of the most exciting events i've ever been to mm-hmm. and i I'd, I'd love to see we were talking to sammy mac mm-hmm. about this uh shout, shout out to, to 10k sammy yeah, yeah 10K. shout out to 10k movement um <laughs> Like street street dance needs some fans, some people who just like even if they can't, they can't get involved, they're not yeah. dancers. Just enjoy watching it, enjoy being a part of it, mm-hmm. um, and trying to do that I think is cool. Like yeah. here here in Chicago would be a great place for it. So it's just it's it, but it's it's daunting approaching these, you know, mm-hmm. legacy like ancient you know entities yeah. and being like hi there we're like yeah. seven street dancers. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you, you know. <laughs> Hey, so. but seven, a group of seven is a lot bigger than um, some, like, event folks have, like, yeah. in, in the street dance scene. Like, yeah. it's crazy that we're lucky to have as many yeah. people as we do and to have, like, people with so many different talents yeah. that contribute in different ways. It's really cool. For sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. But, yes. I would just love to see us partner with some, mm-hmm. you know, like, Chicago businesses, nonprofits, organizations yeah. to promote street dance to people who might not have seen it before yeah and uh could benefit from it and learning more about it yeah absolutely i think that's really cool and then as far as like i don't know do you have any goals in terms of competing or traveling or even just like hosting (laughs) other types of events (laughs) i mean we we really want to uh 
do a lot more traveling, a lot more representing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, I mean, this this gets this is like a whole tangent. I won't go on. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm an animator at my core. I love animation. This ye- last last year for me is the first year in which popping has really clicked in terms of just like simplifying and like loving the dance and feeling mm-hmm. it out and having fun with it. Um, and my battle mentality has improved drastically. Uh, and I think that's everyone in Shadow Puppets is kind of gearing up and being, you know, like Kevin and Tanya are, are getting ready to really. Yeah. Uh, you're going to see us around. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> long story short. Yeah. We're going to be battling a lot more and uh, I'm very excited for it. And we'll just, the, the trick is doing it all probably after out of the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a lot, but yeah, no, we're going to try and travel, compete more, support events of people that we just think are just tremendously good organizers mm-hmm. and, like, run a tremendously good program. Like, again, shout out Sam and Mac at 10K. You know, Haya with Jack of All Trades, unbelievable. Yeah. You know, Hot Zone Sessions, Alvin the Smurf and those guys, just ridiculous. So, yeah. um, there's a lot of good reasons to travel. Mm-hmm. And aside from just winning, which is also part of the goal <laughs> we'll see we'll see how it goes chicago represent <laughs> yeah but yeah no like like these next two years i think you'll be seeing shadow puppets show up in force mm-hmm. two things which is exciting yeah and yeah. as far as your events go are you primarily um obviously you're sticking with out of the shadows as like the main right. annual focus but i know like tanya for example branched off and did her own Flow first battle, which she might be coming back with again. Um, oh, yeah. Is there any, like, do you guys have anything else in the works that you're thinking of right. doing well, or so wanting to do in the future, potentially? That's another thing in terms of expansion for Shadow Puppets mm-hmm. is there's all kinds of, there's so many styles that are, like, popping adjacent that we do, you know? Mm-hmm. Flow first was a, a revelation. It was just one of the coolest battles I've been to. I think it highlighted that there are dancers who aren't ever given the proper platform to show themselves in their best light yeah. you know like bass boy he's a he's a great popper but his his waving is like legendary like yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. like right like it's like if tanya hadn't thrown flow first i never would have known that bass boy could do that yeah. with waving you know i wish i had one of those like soundboards where you go <laughs> but no seriously like he like it was it was some of the most impressive waving i've ever seen yeah and i think we want to do that for a lot of other styles now like i'm yeah. i'm thinking about an animation of, i know you're thinking about an animation because yeah, we, I, we've talked key, about it i'm low-key just trying to look hey. <laughs> yeah i think you can expect uh animation specific event out of us sometime soon yeah uh probably another flow first yeah, yeah tanya's thinking about doing another yeah. flow first this year for sure yeah. so um yeah, so just, but again, it's all those, you know, styles that are nice and butted up against popping, and we just love them all. So yeah. we're going to have to, you know, <laughs> figure out, figure out, we'll figure it out after our next event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Um, so my last question for you is, um, do you have any advice that you would offer to those who are looking to either... Um, get more involved with like organizing their own dance community or starting their own dance crew or anything like that. Right. So I think there's a difference between a crew and a group of people that dance together, mm-hmm. you know? And I think um, this specifically in the freestyle dance sense, mm-hmm. obviously like there are choreography groups that call themselves crew and I don't know yeah. how I feel about that. It doesn't really matter that much. <laughs> you have to really, really early on define what your mission statement is. Mm-hmm. Like what do you value? What's important to you? What is... 
the source of your passion? Like, why, why are you, do you, do you want to form this crew to be a, like a, the Mickey Mouse Club? Or do you want to <laughs> make a crew that has like a point, you know, mm-hmm. a point to make, um, a thing to represent? Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that that's really important is defining your goals early not just collecting dancers like they're Pokemon. I mean, it, it kills me seeing like these crews that are just like, like you and you and you and you, you're in because we, we see potential, mm-hmm. right? But that's not... It's like 20, 30 plus members. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, that's like, I understand the mentality, you know, you want to grow and, but like mm-hmm. growth is not having more members. Growth is bringing potential out of, all of your members that you have, you mm-hmm. know? I think Shadow Puppets has been great about that, about us dancing together and pushing each other, pushing each other in dance, pushing each other to be more, like, physically fit, mm-hmm. pushing each other to um, take better care of ourselves, pushing each other to pursue different, like, professional goals and uh, go to di- travel more. And, you know, like, mm-hmm. that's growth, you know? Yeah. You, like, you, and you, you see it in the people around you. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not another tally on a sheet. Yeah. So keep it tight, keep it close, you know, mm-hmm. um, learn to put up with each other and, <laughs> and sort out communication issues early. And also like, uh, we talked about it earlier, but I'm going to say it again, like you guys are humans first, dancers second, yeah. you know, there can't be, you can't be a community without re- mutual respect for each other and each mm-hmm. other's backgrounds and where you come from. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, you got to put like you know, prioritize, like, the safety of, you know, like, women in your community. You got to put, you know, like, mm-hmm. these are things that you have to prioritize because without it, you're, you're, you, you might be a really good competitive dance crew, but if you're morally bankrupt, then, then what do you really have, you know? Yeah. So I think, I think that's the important thing is defining your principles early. Yeah. And I think that really, yeah, yeah just ties back to, you know, your purpose, um, having, like, shared values, and just being really clear on like what that is and what that looks like. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but aside from that, like I'd love to see more crews pop up and uh, stay established and mm-hmm. you know train together with like long term goals and come uh, participate in our three v three crew battle <laughs> out of the shadows volume two <laughs> happening Shameless May fifth or seventh. No, yeah. <laughs> no, but I will put the details for out of the shadows in the description of yeah. this podcast episode. So if you need more info or want to know where to find it, that's where it'll be. Yeah. And if you're in Chicago or you visit for a weekend, Sunday from 4 to 6 at the Puzzle Box Dance Studio, we have our open session. Mm -hmm. The first hour, we have a member of Shadow Puppets who will teach. Mm -hmm. The second hour, we uh, have an open session. It's five bucks total. Uh, Come through and let's dance. Yeah. It's good stuff. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Again, I'll put all the um, resources in the description um but thank you for joining me yeah for sure and it was really great i think um well i hope and believe that people will get a lot of value out of this as much as i have so i'm really happy that we were able to have you on yeah yeah thank you guys yeah well thanks it's been a pleasure yeah and i will um talk to you all next week 